Hello, world. I'm Roger Corville, and this is For the Hope's Daily Audio Bible, where we read through the scriptures conversationally, talk about the truth claims of Christianity, and learn to fall more in love with Jesus and the people in his world. You ready? Let's roll. Welcome. In today's country of Greece, the city is called Thessaloniki or Salonika. And of course, we know it as Thessalonica in biblical sense and the site of an early church that Paul wrote to. One of the few Greek cities that has been continuously occupied is this city, Thessaloniki, Thessalonica, Salonica, since the Hellenistic era to the present day. And it's referenced in Acts 17 and Acts 27 and Philippians 4 and 2 Timothy 4. And today, we begin reading that. Hey, Hopeful, welcome to For the Hope's Daily Audio Bible, part of our journey together where we commit together to reading through every word of God's revelation of himself, Monday through Saturday, and considering our own life and work stories along the way, including how discipleship is important today. I'm just, that's just where my heart is at. Uh how it's important or it should be important in our own churches. I mean, someone says they want to follow Jesus and then we shouldn't leave them just hanging, right? They're spiritual babies and need some care. Well, First Thessalonians is like that. Scholars figure it wasn't very long after Paul was there that A, he got run out of town by jealous Jews and B, he wrote this letter to instruct and encourage. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We always thank God for all of you, making mention of you constantly in our prayers. We recall in the presence of our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor motivated by love and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters loved by God, that He has chosen you, because our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, in the Holy Spirit, and with full assurance. You know how we lived among you for your benefit, and you yourselves became imitators of us and of the Lord when, in spite of severe persecution, you welcomed the message with joy from the Holy Spirit. As a result, you became an example to all the believers in Macedonia and Achaia, for the word of the Lord rang out from you, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but in every place that your faith in God has gone out. Therefore, we don't need to say anything, for they themselves report what kind of reception we had from you, how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath. And my friends, that is a very short 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Notice this. Do you notice where we ended up? It's a reminder of Jesus' return. And you'll hear that more than once in the book of 1 Thessalonians, and it's probably a good reminder for us always to keep front and center the fact that Jesus is alive and coming back. Mm. Mm -mm. Well, in our Old Testament segment today, 
Uh, we're going to hear a repeat of and a continuation of what we heard yesterday. But I figure if the Bible repeats a story, it's there for a reason, right? Well, we're doing Second uh, Samuel and First Chronicles uh, concurrently. Uh, and we're going to do that actually for a while because we're going to read things that go together together instead of whole Old Testament books kind of separately. And that is the case with Second Samuel and First Chronicles. Today, First Chronicles chapters 14 through 16. And here we go. King Hiram of Tyre sent envoys to David, along with cedar logs, stonemasons, and carpenters to build a palace for him. Then David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that his kingdom had been exalted for the sake of his people Israel. David took more wives in Jerusalem, and he became the father of more sons and daughters. These are the names of the children born to him in Jerusalem. Shemua, Shobab, Nathan, Solomon, Ibhar, Elishua, Eliphate, Elpalet, Noga, Nepheg, Japhia, Elishama, Baaliada, and Eliphalet. Easy for me to say, right? When the Philistines heard that David had been anointed king over all Israel, they went in, all went in search of David. And when David heard of this, he went out to face them. And now the Philistines had come and raided the Rephaim Valley. So David inquired of God, should I attack the Philistines? Will you hand them over to me? The Lord replied, Attack, and I will hand them over to you. So the Israelites went up to Baal-perazim, and David defeated the Philistines there. Then David said, Like a bursting flood, God has used me to burst out against my enemies. Therefore they named that place, The Lord Bursts Out. The Philistines abandoned their idols there, and David ordered that they be burned in the fire. Once again, the Philistines raided in the valley. So David again inquired of the God, and God answered him, Do not pursue them directly. Circle around them and attack them opposite the balsam trees. When you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the balsam trees, then go out to battle, for God will have gone out ahead of you to strike down the army of the Philistines. So David did as the Lord commanded him. And they struck down the Philistine army from Gibeon to Gezer. Then David's fame spread throughout the lands, and the Lord caused all the nations to be terrified of him. David built houses for himself in the city of David. He prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched a tent for it. And then David said, No one but the Levites may carry the ark of God, because the Lord has chosen them to carry the ark of the Lord and to minister before him forever. David assembled all Israel at Jerusalem to bring the ark of the Lord to the place he had prepared for it. Then he gathered together the descendants of Aaron and the Levites. From the Kohathites, Uriel, the leader of the 120 and his relatives. From the Merorites, Asaiah, the leader and 220 of his relatives. From the Gershonites, Joel, and the leader of the leader and 130 of his relatives. The Elizaphanites. Elizaphanites, Shemaiah 200, the Hebronites, Eliel, and 80 of his relatives, Uzielites, Aminadab, and 112. David summoned the priests Zadok and Abiathar, and the Levites Uriel, Isaiah, Joel, Shemaiah, Eliel, and Aminadab, and he said to them, You are the heads of the Levite families. 
you and your relatives must consecrate yourselves so that you may bring the ark of the Lord God of Israel to the place I have prepared for it. For the Lord our God burst out in anger against us because you Levites were not with us the first time, for we didn't inquire of him about the proper procedures. So the priests and the Levites consecrated themselves to bring up the ark of of the Lord God of Israel. Then the Levites carried the ark of God the way Moses had commanded, according to the word of the Lord, on their shoulders with the poles. I'm just going to pause right there. And if you remember yesterday when we read that same kind of passage in, in 2 Samuel, we heard about God's execution of Uzzah for disobeying the law, meaning he touched the ark. But remember that the, you know, the theme of the chronicler is king and priest. And so this went into a little more detail and in fact called out the positive of that as in, well, okay, David learned something. And more importantly, he got back to the law. Continuing. Then David told the leaders of the Levites to appoint their relatives as singers and to have them raise their voices with joy, accompanied by musical instruments, harps, lyres, and cymbals. So the Levites appointed Heman, son of Joel, and from his relatives, Asaph, son of Berechiah, and from their relatives, the Merorites, Ethan, son of Cushiah. With them were the relatives second in rank, Zechariah, Jaziel, Shemiramoth, and a bunch of names. The singers Heman, Asaph, and Ethan were to sound the bronze cymbals. Zechariah, Aziel, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Uni, Eliab, Maseah, and Benaiah were to play harps according to Alamoth. And Mattathiah, Eliphaluhu, Milkiah, Mikniah, Obedidim, Jehiel, and Azaziah were to lead the music with lyres according to the Sheminith. Shenaniah, the leader of the Levites in music was to direct the music because he was skillful. Berechiah and Elkanah were to be the gatekeepers for the ark. The priests, Shebaniah, Joshaphat, Nethanel, Amasai, Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eleazar were to blow trumpets before the ark of God. And Obed-Edom and Jehiah were also to be gatekeepers for the ark. And now you know what the lineup is for the worship band on Sunday morning. David, the elders of Israel and the commanders of the thousands went with rejoicing, with rejoicing to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom because God helped the Levites who were carrying the Ark of the Lord. With God's help, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. Now David was dressed in a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who were carrying the Ark, as well as the singers and Shenaniah, the music leader of the singers. David also wore a linen ephod, so all Israel brought up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord with shouts, the sound of the ram's horn, rump, trumpets, and cymbals, and the playing of harps and lyres. As the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Saul's daughter, Michal, looked down from the window and saw David leaping and <clears throat> dancing, <laughs> and she despised him in her heart. They brought the ark of God and placed it inside the tent David had pitched for it. Then they offered burnt offerings and fellowship offerings in God's presence. And when David had finished the burnt offerings and the fellowship offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. Then he distributed to each and every Israelite, both men 
and women a loaf of bread, a date cake, and a raisin cake. David appointed some of the Levites to be ministers before the Ark of the Lord to celebrate the Lord God of Israel and to give thanks and praise to him. Asaph was the chief, and Zechariah was second to him. Jael, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Mattathiah, Eliab, Benaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael played the harps and lyres, while Asaph sounded the cymbals, and the priests Beniah and Jehaziel blew trumpets regularly before the Ark of the Covenant of God. <laughs> Sorry, I paused right there. The name Jael, J-E-I-E-L, appeared twice. So, guess there was two of them. Kind of like a whole bunch of Jims or Scots. So, now don't miss this next part. This is actually a psalm, and it's a reminder that actually there are more than 150 psalms. We often think of psalms being 150 because the book of psalms is 150 psalms. But there's a bunch of psalms in the Bible, and this is one of them. Here we go. On that day, David decreed for the first time that thanks be given to the Lord by Asaph and his relatives. Remember that name, Asaph, my friends, even a whole bunch of that uh, 150 psalms is attributed to Asaph as the, as the writer. Here we go. Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, proclaim his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praise to him, tell about all his wondrous works. Boast in his holy name, let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Remember the wondrous works he has done, his wonders, and the judgments he has pronounced. You offspring of Israel, his servant, Jacob's descendants, his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments govern the whole earth. Remember his covenant forever, the promise he ordained for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, swore to Isaac, and confirmed to Jacob as a decree and to Israel as a permanent covenant. When he said, I will give the land of Canaan to you as your inherited portion. When they were few in number, very few indeed, and resident aliens in Canaan, wandering from nation to nation and from one kingdom to another, he allowed no one to oppress them. He rebuked kings on their behalf, and he said, Do not touch my anointed ones or harm my prophets. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his wondrous works among the peoples. For the Lord is great and highly praised, and he is feared above all gods. For all the gods, small g, for all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his place. Ascribe to the Lord families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in splendor of his holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. The world is firmly established. It cannot be shaken. Let the heavens be glad and the earth rejoice, and let them say among the nations, The Lord reigns. Let the sea and all that fills it resound. Let the fields and everything in them exult. Then the trees of the forest will shout for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. 
Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. And say, Save us, God of our salvation. Gather us and rescue us from the nations, so that we may give thanks to your holy name and rejoice in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. And then all the people said, Amen, and praise the Lord. So David left Asaph and his relatives there before the Ark of the Lord's Covenant to minister regularly before the Ark according to the daily requirements. He assigned Obed-Edom and his 68 relatives. Obed-Edom, son of Jeduthun and Hosa, were to be gatekeepers. David left the priest Zadok and his fellow priests before the tabernacle of the Lord at the high place in Gibeon to offer burnt offerings regularly, morning and evening, to the Lord on the altar of burnt offerings and to do everything that was written in the law of the Lord, which he had commanded Israel to keep. With them were Heman, Jeduthun, and the rest who were chosen and designated by name to give thanks to the Lord, for his faithful love endures forever. Heman and Jeduthun had with them trumpets and cymbals to play and musical instruments of God. Jeduthun's sons were at the city gate. And then all the people went home, and David returned to bless his household. And my friends, that is chapters 14, 15, and 16. And I just want to point out something that um, just came to mind because I know it might sound crazy, but sometimes my mind wanders when I'm reading. And however crazy I might be, this just came to mind. I've never made this connection before. Uh, the Levites had charge to raise praise every morning and every evening, right? Well, do you remember a famous book called F Morning and Evening? It was a series of devotionals by Charles Spurgeon, which I've used a bunch of times. I don't even know why. I've never made that connection that, that in a way, he was honoring the Levitical um, requirement to offer praise in both morning and evening. And that's probably a good reminder for us, since we're all a kingdom of priests. We're going to close up today with our wisdom segment back in the book of Proverbs for the first time in some time. Chapter 20, picking up in verse 4. The slacker does not plow during planting season. At harvest time he looks, and there is nothing. Counsel in a person's heart is deep water, but a person of understanding draws it out. Many a person proclaims his own loyalty, but who can find a trustworthy person? A righteous person acts with integrity. His children who come after him will be happy. A king sitting on a throne to judge separates out all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have kept my heart pure. I am cleansed from my sin. Differing weights and varying measures, both are detestable to the Lord. And with that, that gets us up to uh, verse 10 of chapter 20 of Proverbs. Lord God, I pray that whoever is listening right here and now, Lord, would, would just receive from you a double portion 
of your grace. And by that, Lord, I mean that they would just sense your presence, that you love them, that you see them as they are, even if you're not content to leave them where they are, Lord, that you love them right here and now because they've given it all to the foot of the cross and trust Jesus as Lord and Savior. I love you, my friends. Amen. Amen.